crazy to think we're we're past Labor Day. Kids are back in school. School is in session. This crazy summer, as busy as it was, at least for myself, uh, it gets just a little bit a little bit crazier. Um, it's just it's amazing how fast this summer really has passed. Um, but backtracking a little bit. Uh, so for Labor Day, uh, had a get together or went to a get together, and uh, I made a dessert. Uh, with that, there was some leftover um, fruit, and I and I'm thinking to myself, what can I do with this fruit? And I'm thinking, you know what? Let's let's make a jam with it, right? Um, so I, I Google Google a jam and uh, found one without I I didn't write down the pectane or or, or some sort of uh, chemical like that to I think that helps coagulate. Don't not sure if that is a real word, but we are using it today. So the jam is is pretty easy. It, it called for one pounds of, of of fresh fruit. Uh, it just so happened I had a a colorful mix of strawberries, blackberries, and raspberries. Um, how much of each? Don't really know. Just kind of took the kitchen scale, weighed it out, and said good enough. Also called for three quarters cup of sugar, um, three tablespoons of lemon juice, and if you wanted to get fancy with it, a little lemon zest, which I did. Sorry, you, you kind of combine them in a saucepan, um, turn it on, and you just let it reduce down, uh, reduce to where, uh, and I forget the technical term for it, but where you essentially could coat a spoon, hold it up, run your figure, finger horizontally, and it should not droop or, um, yeah, droop is the best word I can think of. Run down, I guess. Um, now, I did end up using a little bit of cornstarch because I did see another recipe that that called for it as a thickening agent, which we'll see in a lot of other recipes, gravies, stuff like that. Um, honestly, it was pretty quick. Put it in a mason jar, put it in the fridge, let it cool. Uh, with that just kind of hodgepodge of um, fresh fruit I had, uh, you know, it worked out well. I'm still eating it, actually. Uh, I'm making myself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich every day, bringing it to work. Yeah, that's that's right. That's all right. I can be an adult and still enjoy a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Um, this is Matt, and on behalf of Jamin, Jamie, we are Shade Tree Chefs. All right, a little bit different of a week here. Uh, like I mentioned kind of in the, in the beginning, I know we've teased some other things. Uh, beginning of school has happened, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I'm flying solo today. Um, so kind of based off of what I mentioned of making that jam, um, so I'm making the jam, I'm, I'm off on Mondays, so what else am I going to do? And uh, I've actually been real curious, and I'm not going to talk about it today because I've yet to do anything with it, but I thought to myself about doing a starter, like a sourdough starter, um, which I have I have started, but we're going to skip ahead, uh, just completely pass that because that's all it is right now. So I make the jam, and I'm thinking to myself, why stop there? Let's see about making a bread, right? Uh, let's make some sandwich bread. Um, so I, I just, I just Google it, right. As I do most everything else. Uh, and I found a recipe of Sally's baking recipes, uh, pretty simple. And, and before you, you, you tune out, right. Everyone thinks baking, uh, stuff takes a long time. 
I'm telling you this. I'm not a baker. I've I've made focaccia. Uh, that's the extent of. And and last Christmas we made Christmas cookies. That's that's my real baking experience. And uh, I got a few recipes that I've actually tried over the past week that they're they're pretty simple uh, that you can throw together and and really uh, it's it's cheap uh, when you really think about it with what you're what what you actually have to use for it. Um, and I thought it, it's kind of interesting. It's it's a little different because baking is more of a science, right? We we can cook a roast or a cut of meat and. And you can throw whatever spices you want on it, and maybe it's too salty. Uh, maybe you know there's too much pepper laxus or that. Well, with, with baking, it's, it's a little more precise. So, uh, what I was told was, you want to, uh, if you're going to change a recipe, just do one thing and try it. You know, if you change too many variables, um, you're, you're taking on too much. You're changing too much stuff at, at one point. I'm nowhere near there. I'm quite proud at the few I'm going to share with you today. Um, and like I said, they, they were simple. Uh, really the most time in most of them was letting them rest, which is a very passive thing that actually, because I've done it with making focaccia, which uh, I don't know, maybe I'll talk about today. Maybe not. Um, you can do overnight in the fridge, uh, which makes it a lot easier. Uh, the rise ends up turning out nice. It slows that process down, right? Because the yeast, when you when you put it in your in your dough or your yeah in, in your dough, it's going to start feeding on on the wheat and uh, your your flour and, and the water, right? And eventually it'll start fermenting, which would be like a starter. Which, like I said, I'm not really get into today because uh, mine's untested and I've done nothing with it. Um, so uh, I found this basic sandwich bread, right? Nothing fancy. Uh, this this mainly goes, uh, I guess I, I'll just be honest. I, I started the starter. I'm like, I'm going to make, I'm going to make some sourdough bread. I'm going to make something that uses a starter. And then I, I, I get to it and I really dive in after, after a few days, five days of, of my starter going. And then it calls for like a two day process, like, like cook. And then I've realized it's because you don't have as much starter but uh, you, you know what? I, I've already talked too much about it. So, all right, I, I have not tested it yet, right? So I'm like, I, I want to do this because I've had sourdough bread. I took that class. We made a ciabatta, which had the starter in it. Um, so really a starter, um, it, it, it's pretty simple. So, And it starts out a little bit of a, a, a smaller amount. And, and I'll kind of go back into what I started saying. But uh, what I've seen seems pretty typical. You look anywhere is uh, like 150 grams, and a lot of times they, they do measure in grams. It's more precise. If you don't have a kitchen scale and you're working with flours to do any sort of baking, the best way is to spoon it, right? Get a smaller spoon or let, let's say you're doing full cups. Grab like a, a quarter cup, you know, go into your bag or whatnot. And what it does is it kind of fluffs it up and pour it. That way it's not packing it down into your measuring cup. And then take something, some straight edge, let's say a back of a butter knife, and then scrape it off, right? So the main th thing they say is that's why measuring is a little bit more accurate because you are dealing with more science when dealing with baking than you are with normal cooking. Uh, so back to it, you know, 150 grams of unbleached all-purpose flour, 150 grams of whole wheat flour, 
and 300 grams of water. Um, some say, and I did end up adding it several days after, as I noticed mine really wasn't doing anything. I added uh, rye flour. So essentially you, you start it, you cover it loosely, uh, cheesecloth, or like I, I used a mason jar. So you want something to keep things out, but you want it to be able to breathe, right? At this point, what we're really trying to do is allow the natural yeasts in the air to come into and really what you're doing is fermenting your water flour mixture right we're not using yeast right the instant yeast or the dry yeast you're allowing this process to happen naturally uh, and then they say pretty much every day you remove half and discard it um, and and then replenish it so my first thought was well, I gotta do a lot more I, I, I know of a recipe that called for let's say two cups of, of your starter. It's like, well, that's a lot, right? If you're thinking about if you're halving it every day, and it wasn't until after the fact and after some of uh, the things I'm going to talk about today, they realize, hey, there's, they're taking your starter, half of it, right? And they're adding a, a bunch more and making you go overnight with it, which was essentially multiplying your starter. So I could take 75, you know, 75, 150 grams of starter, mix two cups of water and flour with it let it go overnight and that starter will feed off it and there we go and that's kind of where I messed up uh, and so you keep it out and then it, when you if you want to slow it down so if you're not baking every day or whatnot you you put it you can put it in the fridge and that slows it down and you can feed it you know once a week twice a week uh, I did see some recipes where we're talking about feeding it like twice a day a little crazy in uh, my opinion um, so I got mine going, right? And now it's like, great, I can't do this. I don't have enough. Um, you know what? I, I had that other thought in there, uh, how to measure. I did that. Uh, you know, the other good thing would be a kitchen scale, right? To, to, to measure it, um, off weight. Um, so that didn't work out. So like, you know, I made this jam. I'm looking, it's like, well, these recipes I'm seeing call for cooking, starting it today, cooking it tomorrow. So I, I didn't really want to wait. So I Googled as I started saying Sally's baking recipes has like a, uh, was, what does she call it? A sandwich bread. Uh, rated, you know, 4.8, uh, 581 reviews. Uh, they say total time is, you know, about three hours, 20 minutes. Uh, ingredients, pretty basic here. Uh, one cup or 240 milliliters of uh, warmed water around 110 degrees Fahrenheit. A quarter cup or 60 milliliters of whole milk warmed to about the same as the water, 110. Uh, two and a quarter teaspoons or seven grams of yeast, instant yeast. Uh, two tablespoons, 25 grams granulated sugar. Four tablespoons or a quarter cup, 60 grams of unsalted butter, softened to room temperature. One and a half teaspoons of salt. And three and one-third cups or 416 grams of all-purpose flour or bread flour, spooned and leveled, right? Um, or just weigh it if you have a food scale. So what's called for is you, you get that, that yeast active, right? So we're going we're gonna to whisk in the warm water, the warm milk, the yeast, and the sugar. We're going to kind of mix it together uh, and then cover and allow it to sit for, you know, five to eight minutes. You actually see it kind of uh, start foaming. Right, at that point, um, 
it's good to go and you add the butter, salt, and, you know, start out with like a cup of flour, beat on low. Like I, I have like a KitchenAid style. I do actually have the KitchenAid mixer. Uh, you could do this by hand. Um, but you put it like on low, you know, scrape it off and you slow, you slowly add to everything's incorporated. Um, medium speed till the dough comes together and it's pulling away from the sides of the bowl. A couple of minutes. Um, you can do it with a spatula or by your hand. Uh, knead the dough. Uh, so keep it going for like three, three minutes. Um, and then you're going to do a first rise. So you, you lightly grease a, a large bowl. I reused my bowl that came in my KitchenAid mixer. I just got the dough out, took a little olive oil, put it in there, covered the bowl with, um, you know, you can use aluminum foil, plastic wrap, uh, a kitchen towel, and let the let the, the dough rise for one to two hours. Uh, or if you have a proofer, and honestly, I didn't realize this, I have a uh, kind of a fancy French door uh, air fryer that can bake. And, you know, I've been, I was making some focaccia and, um, and I'm looking, I was like, oh, proof it, right? And I look, and as I went to use it for something else, and actually seeing there is a proof setting on it. So at that point, you're going to keep, you're going to, you're going to up your, your temperature a little bit. Um, if it's for a longer period of time, you probably won't put a little, like, bowl of water or something to keep the humidity up a little bit. But you, you proof, you know, 90 to, uh, you'd have to Google it. If my memory is correct, 100, maybe top end, 110. That's probably max. So, I'd say 90 to 100 degrees, and that's just going to cut that proofing time down, right? That that rise you get out of your bread. Um, so you let it rise about two hours. Um, then you, you get like a loaf pan, right? Meat loaf pan or bread pan. Grease it, right? You don't want your bread to stick. Um, and then you, at this point, your your flour, it's you know, it's to be risen, so you want to deflate it. You know, get your hands in there. It's going to sink a little bit. Um, and then she actually called for to... Um, Roll it out, right, to like a almost, uh, let's see here, like a 8-by-15-inch, uh, and then roll it almost like a, like a Swiss roll, right, to fit into the pan, and then let it raise for a second time. Uh, and with that, you're kind of shaping the bread. Uh, there again, cover. You can use a kitchen towel. Uh, you want to let it rise. It says here to about one inch above the top of the loaf pan, or about an hour. Um, it says to put the oven rack, oven rack at the lowest position and uh, preheat to 350, which I thought was kind of odd because for, for me, I have a gas, comes from the bottom. So, like, I always thought you'd keep it towards the top, keep it uh, away from the heat, which I guess is silly because it's an oven and it holds its heat. Um, but they're saying that she was saying that this will actually help it so you don't overbrown. I suppose that heat comes up, it reflects off that the top. Um, and you allow to cook for 30 to 34 minutes or until golden brown. And if you wanted to use a thermometer, you're looking for 195 degrees Fahrenheit of internal temp. Um, and then you can let it cool, put it in the fridge, uh, you know, leave out for two or three days or in the fridge for a couple of weeks. Um, fresh, this thing was, was amazing. Um, you know, still warm, you put a little butter on it, a little salted butter on it and, and was eating it. Um, I did use it. I used the jam, and I made my my adult peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you know, with fancy peanut butter and, and my my jam, and uh, took it to work. 
and uh, it is good bread. Uh, it's a little denser, you know. It's not like you go out and buy a white bread, real fluffy. And this, and it, it could be my lack of baking skills, um, but it, it was tasty. You know, it was it was good. Um, more sus- sustenance to it than than what you get from the store bought. Uh, I thought the the look was good. The the shape came out well. Um, biggest thing I had is I, I, I don't really have a place. I suppose I could have cut it and put it back in the pan and wrapped it with aluminum foil. Instead, I kind of just cut it by hand. So uh, I guess that could be the other challenge we have, right? Depending on your na- knife skills is is how thick have you cut it. And I just wrapped it in aluminum foil, put it in the fridge. So I did have a, a piece or two that just kind of got folded and, and mixed, you know, mushed up. Um, but all in all, I was happy with it. Um, you're right. There's there's rest time. You got three hours in between. So you, you measure. So let's say, what, 10 minutes measure mix for 10, 15. So we're a half hour in rest, shape, another 10 minutes, rest, cook, done. Um, so, so maybe that's a little longer uh, than, than some people want. I, I think that it was it was good and worth it. I, like I'd explore more. I thought it was a good base recipe, uh, and I'd make it again and eat it again. Um, so with that, then I'm thinking, you know, we're, we're making dinner, and what can I what can I do for sides? I've already done this. Now I'm now I'm curious. My interest is peaked in this in exploring this bread making. Um, endeavor right so it's like well what can we do with it i need to go grocery shopping we're scraping for what we have in the count you know in the cupboards well i have flour right i I have some of the stuff so let's i don't even remember what i made uh let's make dinner rolls let's let's take a look at that so uh i found a recipe it called it says called 30 minute dinner rolls i'm like all right i mean that's quick enough and all honesty it took about that uh, that recipe was one cup of water, a third cup of oil, quarter cup of sugar, two te- tablespoons of yeast, one beaten egg, tablespoon of soft butter, half teaspoon of salt, and three to four cups of all-purpose flour, uh, and then an eighth cup of milk at room temperature. That's for the end. Now, people say three to four cups of all-purpose flour. So back in the class I did take, right, each egg is going to be different size. We're going to deal with how humid the air is, stuff like that. So you start out with three and then add from there. So it, you, you preheat the oven to, to 400. You combine the water, the oil, the sugar, the yeast. Let it sit, right? Just like we, like I mentioned in the white bread, let it sit for five, eight minutes. You'll see that. You'll see that bad boy. It'll, it'll, it'll be bubbling. Um, and then you start adding the, the flour. Do one cup at a time until the dough is soft and it's not sticky. Could be three cups. Could be four cups, right? I, I would say start with the three and then slowly add until you get that consistency you want. Um, so I needed in the, my mixer, because I'm fancy, I, I guess. Uh, I, I will say I've had this thing and the use it's gotten through the years hasn't been extremely much because of my lack of baking. But now I'm glad I have it. Um, you need it for about 10 minutes by hand. I used the mixer for about five. Um, then I divided it into roughly 18 even balls, right? And then I, I place them on a, I, you could use a, a uh, greased pan or parchment paper in a pan. 
I used parchment paper and I let it rise, they say between 10 and 30 minutes. Where I was with it, I don't really remember. Um, and then you brush it with the milk, the eighth cup, which give or take, right? I brush it with the milk and then bake from 10 for 10 to 12 minutes. Um, these things rose pretty good. Um, by itself, if I picked one up and ate it, I'm not going to say it was game changing, right? Um, you go to the grocery store, uh, they're better, but adding a little butter to it, um, or, or, you know, using it with a gravy, something like that. It was, it was quick. Um, cause like they said, 30 minutes, you, you, you pretty much could get done how quick, depending on how quickly you can put your ingredients together, you could do it in that 30 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes. So, um, no one really complained about it other than, you know, Hey, maybe add honey to it, which I'm like, Whoa, Whoa, this is, this is my second go at, at doing any of this. I'm not going to try to reinventing the wheel on this. We're just going to go with what it is. Um, not bad though. Like I said, um, there's probably better recipes out there, but if you're sitting there of trying to, you know, we, we know you go to the store I, I got a family of four, but you, you get enough for two meals. You're, you're a hundred bucks in, you know, um, if you had meat and all that, uh, it, it can be that side that, you know, where you can cut down a little bit. Uh, and it wasn't bad as long as you have some butter or a gravy, something to use with it. Uh, it rose nice. It was a nice dinner roll that I think lacked a little something. Um, but in a pinch and something quick, I, I would do it again. I, I'd use this recipe. So then that led me on. Now now I'm intrigued, right? The 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 sandwich bread turned out nice. I like that. Dinner roll, I was impressed. You know, yes, there's some drawbacks by it, but I was impressed it came together so quick. So coming into the week, I have to go grocery shopping, ask the kid, what do you want? You know, what are you gonna eat? She's a little picky. And so she starts naming some stuff and she says smash burgers. All right, we'll do smash burgers, which we had uh, on Labor Day. Uh, Ju- Lucy Juicy's uh, Jamie made, so that's uh, some thinner burger patties, the cheese in the middle, and a burger on top, burger patty on top, um, done on the flat iron. Very nice. Uh, I don't know the recipe he used. Uh, Jamie, would you like to share? He's saying he's keeping that recipe to himself. All right, so then I'm sitting there. I'm intrigued now, so what else can we do? Let's look up burger buns. So while kind of now being intrigued by making bread or uh, muffins, anything like that, doing some baking, um, I actually found it's like uh, the, the there's a flour brand, I think it's King Arthur, and they got a bunch of recipes. And there, there's one for burger buns. I said, why not? And I'm doing this after work, right? I get home between 3.30, 3.45. This one, I think we're eating, I don't know, 6, 6.30. I, I, I didn't time it. Um, this one called for, uh, anyways, uh, onto it called for. It called for three and a half or 420 grams of all-purpose flour. Um, three quarters to one cup of lukewarm water. They're, again, almost like the last one on how much um, flour you use. This one gave you the predetermined amount of flour and not as much water, where the other one gave you a predetermined liquid, 
and you kind of decided by how much flour you put in it. So there, there's that that equation stuff that I honestly I I don't know, um, but I'm you know I'm intrigued by it. Maybe maybe I'll explore a little more. Uh, two tablespoons uh, or 28 grams of room temperature butter, one large egg, a quarter cup or 50 grams of sugar, one and a quarter teaspoon of salt, one tablespoon or nine grams of instant yeast. I used to buy the I keep sidetracking. I used to buy those little packets, right? And then it's like I'm using one or three quarters of one. What am I doing with it? I'm I'm tossing. It comes in that three pack. Half the time I try ripping one off and I tear the middle one. And then I'm using that one. I have these two weird ends. So you can buy jars of it. And it's probably, you know, I didn't cost compare, but you get a lot more of it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to buy this. I'll I'll end up using it. Um, So I had two ways of kind of finishing this off. Uh, Kind of jumping ahead, but uh, a butter glaze which at that, that point they called for roughly, you know, three tablespoons of melted butter. Or you could do like a seeded, like a poppy seed, um, or sesame seed, sorry, um, on top, which then they called for one egg white uh, with two tablespoons of cold water and then your sesame seeds. Um, but getting back to kind of putting this bad boy together, mix and knead all the dough ingredients, right? You want a soft, smooth dough. Cover and let rise to double in size. Pretty common that we're seeing here, right? Proofer would probably cut this down uh, if you have one. If not, uh, on your on your bench would do. Uh, there again, I believe temperature will matter. If it's, you know, the middle of winter and you don't believe in turning the heat on at 50 degrees in your house, it's going to take a lot longer than if you don't have air conditioning. It's 90 degrees, right? Uh, so you want to pretty much let it go double in size, one to two hours. Uh, then you want to deflate it and divide it into eight, uh, evenly even pieces, which I measured it out uh, on my food scale to 100, pound, 100 gram uh, pieces, which I ended up making, I think it was only seven, and I had a little bit, I think I made a, a small one. Um, yeah, I got. I, I believe it was seven loose ones. And where I messed up is then I, I let it rest. Instead of reading the recipe that said, then take your balls that you've you've rolled up and take your hand and and flatten them right to about three inch round discs and then placing either on a greased pan or parchment paper covering and rest till poofy roughly in one hour Uh, towards the end it calls for you to preheat the oven to 375 degrees uh, and to brush the buns with the melted butters or the egg whites and seeds. Now, one thing, and I didn't write this down, they were saying, hey, um, I'll get into a, a little bit later, I didn't quite get that that normal color, that kind of caramel color you get from most buns. It was a little more off-white, right? Uh, there was a little darkening on some of them, um, but then, you know, not that, that commercial-style bun. It was actually, I believe it said to use that egg yolk and brush that on. And that would have darkened it uh, more. So I brush it with the butter, or or you can do the egg whites and seeds, and bake 15 to 18 minutes, uh, or until browned. So I I, I probably want it to 18. Uh, when you remove it, brush it with the remaining uh, melted butter, or you know I mean, use your head on it, right? Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna like, well, I have th- three. I got all this extra butter. Just keep dousing it. You just get a nice little brush on it. Uh, let it cool down a little bit, slice it, and enjoy it. Um, 
you know, I, so, so I made, I made the smash burgers, um, put it together. I'm the, I'm the type that, and the way I was doing it, I was made only, made, I did it just in the house because I was making the bread, all that didn't bother firing up the grill, made a huge mess, right? Cause the grease splatters out of the cast iron pan. I always make mine last. I want my food to be hot. So I'm toasting the buns, um, putting it together. And, and that, that was the biggest thing I heard off of this was, wow, these buns are really good. Uh, and, and they were, like I said, you didn't quite get that color and they're, uh, they were, I'd say a little denser than, than if, you know, a lot of the store bought ones, you buy the cheap ones are real light, fluffy. These, these had a they were a little denser. Um, but the flavor, this was, this was a good recipe. I mean, if uh, any of the three to take off this, I would, I, I would say this burger bun recipe would be it. Um, I, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to use it again. Uh, there again, and I, I used kind of the bulk flour. Uh, I've heard, you know, the ingredients you use uh, affect your your final product. You buy cheap ingredients, it's going to show at the, the final product. Um, but I, I just use the basic stuff. I, I have bought and, and used uh, some stuff that's a little bit better. Um, but at that point, I might as well just buy some, right? Other than the fact of just enjoying to do it. Um, I, I mean, these... There again, you're dealing with not terribly much applied time. Uh, you have the rest time, you know, that two hours, hour, uh, a rest time, or, or you know, an hour form, hour cook. Um, and if you got it, I, like I said, I, I did it after work, got home, I got right to it, made my dough, continued on with some chores, right? Start preparing other things, boom, need it, hour. At that point, I'm probably really getting going on food, bake it, out, finish with dinner. So to me, it doesn't add that much time um, to doing dinner. And it's I think it's fun. I think you could get the whole family involved in it. You have smaller children. Like I remember we used to do just the the basic pizza mixes, right? We'd make the dough, and then that way, you know, seven-year-old can sit there and make a heart-shaped pizza crust to have her cheese pizza, right? Uh, but it was something to do as as a family, which was I thought was pretty cool. Um, you know what? I think I got. I think I'm going to go into it uh, because I'm looking at the time here, and and why not? I, I've teased the focaccia, uh, something I did do in that cooking class I had, and I've made it several times, and it's always a hit. And I, I it's not tough to do. It turns out really well, um, and it's you can do whatever you want with it, really. So the recipe I have calls for uh, for focaccia, calls for uh, 395 grams of water, one teaspoon of yeast, 470 grams of all-purpose flour, 160 grams of whole wheat flour, nine grams of salt, two tablespoons of olive oil. So essentially you take all these ingredients minus the, keep the olive oil off to the side, get your, get your dry ingredients together, you know, and then slowly add your water, right? Get it in your mixer within, you know, a minute, 30 seconds to a minute, mix together. When that's kind of all come together, then you add your two tablespoons of your olive oil. Uh, mix for five minutes. Now, this would be with the stand mixer. I, I honestly, I don't know. Uh, Google, I guess you could Google a recipe for doing this all by hand. Um, 
And then you recover and proof till two times in size, kind of a basic thing we're seeing here, right? Um, but the difference with this one, and, and if you haven't had focaccia, I'm trying to think of a way to describe it. It could be, I guess in ways you could put it as a, it's a soft, you know, fluffy dough. But what you do is, so like, like after we rest it, after it proofs, is you drizzle a sheet pan or a half sheet pan with olive oil, right? Kind of get it covered. And you take your dough and you set it down onto the sheet pan. And you don't roll it, right? What you do is you take your fingers. Think you're, you're going to play the piano, right? Get your, your, your fingers just facing down and then put them straight down into the dough and then pull it out, right? That's how you're shaping it. You're, you're putting these indents into the dough. And with that, you're pulling it. You're manipulating it to whatever direction you want to fit your sheet pan. Odds are it's not going to be perfect. And that's all right. A weird shape focaccia. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, it's made with love, right? Um, so you do that. And then you, uh, you, you, you drizzle the sheet pan with olive oil. I put it all in. And then you want to top it with, with herbs, um, fresh herbs, salts, cheese, you know, Parmesan, fr- fresh Parmesan, olives. I, I, you could do pizza toppings. You can make it like a pizza. Um, let it rest. Right. Um, I actually, I, I did do this and I took it out of town. So I made the dough and I, I rested it into, in the, uh, in the refrigerator. And then once I got to, because we went out of town, I got there, I took it out of, out of the containers and then I shaped it. Right. And then you, you kind of let it rise again and then you bake it for, for 400 at, at 400 for 10 to 12 minutes. Uh, another thing you do is drizzle a little olive oil on top. I mean, the, I, I, I really like this bread. It's, it's light, uh, that, the olive oil kind of gives you a little crunch at the bottom. Uh, sometimes I, I bake a little more because like I, I use, and I used to, um, buy the our pre-shredded like Parmesan, Reggiano, um, cheese, not that cheap stuff in the pizza aisle. I'm talking in the cheese section. Go do yourself a favor, buy the real stuff, get the stuff you have to, great yourself because the quality is so much better. Um, cause I did that the last time and I, I tried some, I said, why, why have I wasted my time with this pre-shredded stuff? Uh, this is the way to go. Um, you get those little like salt crystals in there just from that aging, uh, really good. Um, so I kind of baked it till I, I kind of seen that color on top and I, I kept it a little simpler, um, with just the cheese. I had actually bought in some salami, like a, a it was, really good but i chickened out because i was sharing it with others and it wasn't proven uh definitely a recipe to try at home uh google it uh youtube it i I didn't make a video of doing it plenty of ways you can see what i'm talking about you will not regret making some focaccia bring it to the next party uh the hamburger buns like i said it was those turned out really good um so really my point this week, I, I know it's a lot different than what we normally do here. Um, it, it, it came down to one of those things of curiosity, right? Uh, for me of wanting to do like a sourdough. Uh, it came down to, to a second thing of if it doesn't take that long and it saves money, right? Because, I mean, you can go to your bulk store, your Sam's Club, Costco. There's I don't know what other ones there are. Restaurant Depot, whatever it is. And you can get like a 25-pound bag of flour for, I don't know, 12 bucks. 
So, I mean, you can do a lot, um, and it adds up. You buy, you buy a thing of hamburger buns, you're in it two, three bucks. I, I know that's not terribly much, but if you don't mind cooking and, and, and you want to, you know, you take pride in what you do, try it. You know, it's because it, it, it's not as it's intimidating when you're not used to doing it, but it shouldn't be. And like I said, the 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 uh, the rolls, 30 minute dinner rolls, were they awesome? No, but nobody really complained about them. They weren't horrible. You wouldn't grab one off the sheet pan and eat it by itself. But it worked. It turned out well. It was fluffy, nice color. Um, and it was edible. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take King, King's Hawaiian rolls or any other roll in the, in the store to it. Um, but I'm sure there's better recipes. Uh, so, so yeah, try it. You know, you got some time. You don't mind. You, you want to take that burger to the next level. Try making your own bun. Uh, just like pizza, anything else, pasta, you know, try making your own pasta. It takes a little time. Uh, but, but in the end, I mean, you have something to be proud of. And, and when people eat it and, and it's good, I mean, that's, to me, that that's what it's about, you know, to to sit there, make something, people enjoy it, and you know, for me to buy the cheap hamburger buns for you know on sale for one ninety nine and they're falling apart, um, or 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 spend the the you know thirty forty five minutes uh, making my own, most of that being hands off, you know, uh, the compliments on on the bun itself, it was it was worth it. So stop not thinking. You can't do it because you can, um, and it opened up that whole different world. Uh, I'm not really, I really don't do desserts other than, like I said, um, I've done uh, Christmas cookies, right, for the first time. I, I don't really bake like that, but having done this, it, it's it's branched. It's made me think about doing more, which I think is always cool because um, why not? You know, um, I like a good bread. I, I like a good dessert, and uh, I don't always want to, pay, to be able to do it myself. I think that's something that's uh, that's pretty cool and can make you uh, a well-rounded uh, shade tree chef or uh, maybe even more. Um, thanks for tuning in today. You can join us uh, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram. I uh, don't remember that new one Jamie uh, signed us up for. Uh, you can visit us at our website, shadetreechefs.com. Uh, Jamie's in charge of updating that. I honestly, I have not looked at that in a little bit. Uh, YouTube and TikTok, that's kind of on both of us. Haven't been the greatest. Been a little busy. Um, can always email us at shadetreechefs at gmail.com or through our website, which comes out a little more anonymously. Um, and we can always reach back out to you that way. Other than that, thank you for listening in. We shall talk again on behalf of Jamie, I am Matt, and we are Shade Tree Chefs.